and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesive. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. Hey, Rob, how we doing? Very good. Very good, Wayne. How you doing? I'm well. Hey, um, did you ever win a floor of the year? Oh, just checking. I'm sorry. I, that was, I'm sorry, Rob. No, I was... I was, too soon. Too uh, soon. No, not at all. Uh, this is how it's going to be. I get it. My pause was for the music because I think every time we say floor of the year now, the, we got to play that the trumpets, at least the trumpets. I heard it in my head. I didn't know if you heard it. Too. I hear it in my head every time. Wow. Try it again. Floor of the year. <laughs> all right. Hey, today, Rob, we're going to talk about uh, estimating bidding floors in today's climate. So you might say, as an avid listener, I got you guys already did that with um, with Chris Zizza, which we did. It was a it was a we had Chris on, and he and he did a great job talking about bidding floors and everything. But um, man, everything's been blown out of the water. Absolutely, game has changed. I mean. It's a different game. Just that, that's how fast it changed, just in a in a in a year's time. So I think yeah. we'll talk about that, Rob. Absolutely. I mean, Probably. the price of everything is just going crazy. And I think the other thing we got to talk about is people just seem to have a lot of extra money to spend. Nobody has done anything in a year. People yeah. have been off from vacations. People have been getting all sorts of money from the government. Um. There's a lot of, uh, it, it's unbelievable how many guys who are coming to the schools are, are telling me that it's tough to come to the school because they are so busy. So many yeah. contractors, uh, it, it reminds me of the, the grizzly in Salmon River. And he's got an arm load and he yeah. keeps picking them up and he's dropping one as he's picking them up. There is yep. just so much work out there now, man, top dollar. For everybody should be charged. Your prices should be, your prices should be skyrocketing just like the price of materials are. Well, they have to. They have mm -hmm. to. Let me ask you this, Rob. You ever give out an estimate to somebody, an estimate, and then you end up second guessing yourself, and and you and you have it living in the back of your mind, all the way up until when you put the job on the schedule and you driving to the job to do the job and all that. Um, I. I had an I had an estimate. I'll tell you I'll I'll tell you a quick story. I had an estimate that was that exact same exact thing that you were just talking about. I was paranoid to give yeah. this estimate. Do you know how much the estimate was for? No. A quarter of a million dollars. Wow. It was just over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Did you hit the wrong one too many zeros on the calculator? No, 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 no. It took me took me four days to build this estimate, and what it was is was uh, it was a mall, uh, mall in Albany, New York, Crossgates Mall. It's a big, big ass mall, and everything was wood, wood walls, garbage cans, everything was oak. The floors, you know, so they wanted everything sanded, everything sanded, stained, coated. I had manpower prices i had lift rental prices i mean i had everything i i remember just walking through them i bet i walked through that mall 
oh god i bet i've walked through it 10 times just to make sure wow that I, you know there are 45 benches and you know 82 oak garbage cans right I, that's how it was and walls that were 40 feet high walls of oak that were 40 feet high wow so i finally get the estimate done you know i had pete look at it had pauline look at it i looked at it and you know i didn't want to submit you know what i mean i yeah. when i got done with it i almost just thought you know what i'm done this is i'm happy i figured it out but holy crap if i get this thing right but i'm the first guy to drop the bid off so i'm sitting in the manager's office give him the bid he starts looking at it and he looks over and he said this is insane and i thought oh good yeah yeah <laughs> thank god right yeah thank god so i was like okay well you know i did it this was Thanks my shot playing. right yeah am i too uh, too high good i never was upset about losing a job because i was too high right yeah so uh now now pete and my wife they're you know i mean if we get this job it's it's going to change our life right so i mean it's going to change the whole trajectory of the company because we had never i mean not even you know never did anything that even close to that size yeah out with the frozen dinners <laughs> no more fish sticks for the kids yeah it's nothing but t-bones well anyway so i said to you know so they're like what happened what happened i said ah you know he told me i was insane so you know pauline's a little depressed and i know pete you know he was like me it was a sigh of relief you know what yeah. i mean because yeah because the other thing was it was going to be all night work you know so oh yeah so about three weeks later i get a call from the guy and now i'm crapping my pants i'm like oh oh my god this you know he threw me out of it he, he didn't throw me out of his office but you know it was like when, when he looked at it and said you're insane you know this is crazy i was like okay good you know i did something right today yeah so i call him back and he goes hey uh i just want you to know if we were gonna go through with the project you would have won no kidding and i said what he said yeah he said uh you would have won he goes our company we take the middle bid we get three bids and we take the middle he goes wow. you were the middle bid he goes there was one guy higher one guy lower we dropped the high and the low and he goes we would have you would have won the contract he said we had no idea that it was going to cost this kind of money but he goes i know you put a little effort into it so i just wanted to let you know that uh you would have won so on one hand i felt wow that's great i was right mm -hmm, and yeah. on the other hand i was like now i kind of want to do the job yeah <laughs> it validates not, what you're doing not only not only did i you know okay i got the money part right i was like you know now i want to climb everest you know i got a shot yeah. at it so yeah but uh, he said there's just absolutely no way he said wow. we thought you know we were thinking 20 or 30 grand and he wow, said yeah. when we saw the bids come in wow so wow. yes i know exactly what that feeling is of dread after you 
lay out an estimate and driving away thinking, oh my God, you know, is. Well, you you can't talk to a floor guy now that isn't swamped. I mean, and, and what have you. So I, I really think that, I mean, listen, if, if you're, if you're in demand, I mean, and you're getting all your jobs, one of, one of the two things are happening, right? I mean, either that you don't have any competition, so you're getting all the jobs, or it's that busy and you need to raise your prices. Either, in either case, you need to raise your price, right? I mean, and I think there needs to be a correction now. Um, look, look at builders across the country. Everybody, everybody, I don't care what the industry is, is raising their prices. Let the, the last guy to do that be the floor contractor. You know what I mean? And this is a chance that you can kind of make things right. I mean, um, if you if you didn't raise your prices like a year ago, whatever, and you wanted to or could have or maybe should have, now is the opportunity, I think, to do it. And listen, again, we'll have to give um, our disclaimer that Rob and I are, are, uh, are, are believe it or not, not um, um, accountants. Financial lawyers, wizards. Financial wizards of any sort. There's a reason why my wife gives me $20 a day and makes me manage that. Uh, so just take this for what it's worth. But, uh, man, I mean, if, if you know, there are less and less floor guys out there for the for the, equality, the the quantity of work that's out there. So for heaven's sake, man, I mean, this is a time when – and because of the way that material – now it's not even a choice anymore in my mind. And also when you put your bids out there now, there's got to be some kind of um, – some kind of you know the price is only good for 10 days or or whatever or it's only good for now because literally the, the prices on wood is changing day to day in some cases so um there's got to be some contingencies in there that you don't get caught where you're given a bid and now it's gone up 25 percent and nothing worse than doing a job and putting your heart and soul into it and, and and not getting you know what you what you deserve to get out of the job so whatever's gone on in the last 20 years it changed last year. So with bidding jobs and um, um, here's the thing too, every job is, is its own unique project, right? I think it's, you, we get into, um, sometimes it's, it's an easy formulation for us to say, oh, 350 a square foot or whatever. I'm just throwing out numbers now or four bucks a foot or whatever, but you can't, really can't do that because every single job has its own set of, you know, it's, every one of them's a custom job now. So they're not all cookie cutter. You can't, we, we don't treat them that way. And, and so, you, and, and you can't have the spikes of highs and lows of, oh, we didn't make any money on this job. We, we made a lot of money on this job. I mean, you need to make money on every single job. So I, I think that we have to recognize as an industry that really this is, this is, a, this is a, you know, a, a game changer for everybody that you've got to start looking at how you've been in these jobs now. You know, Bum and I were driving together. I was riding in his truck one day, and I don't know, we were, it was about, I don't know, hour and a half ride or whatever. And um, I just, uh, you know, we were, you know, just talking and stuff. And I saw some notes. I started reading some of his notes from his estimate. He was, you know, doing some estimates, and I was reading notes and kind of looking at how he prices stuff out, you know. and and I talk about the student teaching the teacher, you know. So I start really looking at his stuff. Now, when I was doing estimates, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, it was, you know, you got 700 square feet, 
you know, 275 a foot or whatever, okay, that's what the price was. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter if you had cast iron radiators, didn't matter if you had baseboard heating, you know, didn't matter if it was a kitchen or a dining room, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Closets. That was all, you know, even a closet, right? Yeah. Same thing. However square, you know, six square feet in a the closet, there six square feet. So you look back at things and you're like, really? It took yeah. me, I was in that damn closet for two hours, right? Yeah. There's nine corners in a closet, at least. Yeah. Because you get door jams and stuff. Well, I started looking at Bum's estimates, but he didn't write this on the estimate, but it was part of his worksheet. I think he said that he counted in one kitchen like 36 corners that he was going to have to do. Yep. Thresholds, door jams. He counts everything. And, and you know, that's part of the the price. You know, not so much a square foot price, but how much work is going to go into each square foot where it's just, you know, it's it's just not a big square like a racquetball court, four corners and 800 feet in four corners, you know? Yep. And uh, boy, I looked at him and I said, geez, I wish I had, I wish I had looked at it this way when I was doing floors, you know, full time. Well, and I agree with you. I mean, like you're talking about kitchens, like, you know, we, if it's a 2000 square foot job, and 400 of it was a kitchen, you know, well, whatever our price was, that was, you know, it was the same price for that kitchen as it was for that big open room. I think kitchen should be double. I, oh. mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, or maybe even triple. You get a kitchen with an island in the middle of the floor. You've got all them can lights. It's a high traffic area. It's the area you probably won't get the most complaints about or whatever. Um, it's going to get kicks. the most Toe kicks. Yep. Moving refrigerators, moving stoves. Oh my yep. God! I look back at that thinking I cannot believe that I charged the same price, yeah, for sand in the kitchen that I did sand in the dining room. You know. Yeah. Here's the other thing too, though. Is I see when people like uh, on the internet, you see people comparing. Well, what do you get a square foot, or what do you get a square foot? In in my opinion, it's very much localized, right? I mean, you can't compare yourself to somebody that's in in an area. I'm going to say Mississippi because the cost of living is lower than say um los angeles where you know the cost of a house is probably three times more so yeah i think we all have, I have to put that in in perspective but you know you need historical data when you're bidding a job right i mean you you, you know i'll tell you who the best i've seen of this is uh i keep talking about jeff sheaves uh his wife uh darlene does a fantastic job with this i mean they will she will go through and count every single piece edge of paper used on a job to look at gas receipts and, and why is this gas more than uh, than this and the job was only such and such miles down the road and all that stuff but the more you do that on your jobs the more you have a like historical data of okay well i know a thousand square feet cost me x amount to do the job right i know that because that's what it's cost is what averaged over the last you know year two years five years or whatever so keeping records is, you know, we talked about Chris Zizza, who would put everything in a bag. Remember that? Oh, and, the garbage bag. Uh, you know, I remember I saw him at uh, Domatex talking about that. He was mm -hmm. doing a seminar at Domatex. And I, when I heard him talking about that, that's when I said, oh, we got to get him on the show. Yeah. That's the smartest damn thing I ever heard was 
how he just had his guys throw everything in the trash bag and then the end of two weeks every piece of paper every t-bar sleeve whatever whatever was used was dumped out on the floor added up and that's what it cost in sundry items to do those jobs and definitely something you need to know like like you said with uh jeff's wife counting the edge of discs and all that no one you, you have to know these costs and yeah. especially nowadays where it's just so volatile out there things are yeah. changing so fast yeah that's the word volatile it really is a business climate that that is uh, like none other so you have to really look out for yourself now that's why we're talking about this again again even though we did this show, show not long ago um uh i i think it's a different game right now but um, it was so you know it was such calm waters when we did this show yeah it, but it's, you know what i mean the, everything the prices were stable across the board on everything yeah. well I, I think the other thing you have to do too is you have to I, it'd be interesting when you say okay um you know here's what i think it's going to take us to do this job i think it's going to take us about a week to do this job and blah 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 I, I think you need to also look at your man hours and count the man hours that it that it takes you to complete a job, because all weeks are not created equal, right? We're floor guys are known for, yeah, I worked all week. Well, a floor man week is sometimes different than like uh, they're like dog ears, right? So I mean, you you know, it's not forty hours a lot of times. It's yeah, it was a week, but it was sixty hours. So I think it's interesting to, uh, and we used to do this is is uh, figure out the man hours that you think it's going to take on the job. Right. If you think it's going to take 37 hours, you'll get that job done in a week because your floor people are studs. I mean, they, they're not afraid of hard work. We will get that job done. There's that's just the way it is. But it might be 47 hours instead of 37 hours. And if you look at those 10 hours, you add that up. That's a hell of a lot of difference. Right. So I think if we we also estimate what it, how much paper it's going to take to do these jobs for a thousand square feet. What data do we have also just to support how many man hours it's going to take us? Because again, I can tell you, I'll get this job done in a week. That might be 85 hours. You know what I mean? So yeah. you really, you know, having a, you know, putting this data in there all the time, you know, that, that I mean, you can never have too much to figure out what's going on with your business and where's the money going. Is that how many man hours is it taking us to complete this job and then see how close you get? I estimated this to be 36 hours. You know, it took 47. All right. Well, this happened two jobs in a row, three jobs in a row. I'm off on my numbers. And for for heaven's sake, I mean, with these, you know, like you're working in New York or San Francisco or these other cities where you got to look at your travel time. It's it's two hours of your day in travel. Somebody's got to pay for that. So um, I don't know. I, I that, think that that's that was kind of funny what you said. The floor guy doing a 40 hour week. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met a floor guy in my life who does a forty-hour week. Yeah, no, uh -uh. ever, never, absolutely never. Maybe yeah. union guys, because you know union guys are forty hours, but you know, residential guys, forty hours. My gosh, that's yeah, that's kind of funny. I'll never forget one day uh, I heard um, I was in my office and Bum's wife Katie was sitting in the kitchen with Pauline. And she was, they were talking about you know, when Bum was going to get done with a job, you know. And Katie was saying to Pauline, my dad every day walked in the house, 
he, he walked through that door every single day at 545. He was a, a doctor. I think he was a doctor. So he was home the same exact time every day, 545. She, she said, I never know when he's coming home. And it's not like he's, you yeah. know, going out for drinks or something after work with the guys. He goes, she said, I, I know he's working, but he could be home at two mm-hmm. or midnight. And Pauline goes, well, you know, that's how floor guys are. This is Pauline talking. Nobody yeah. knows I'm listening, right? Yeah. And Pauline's like, well, that's how floor guys are. If they're close to getting a coat, they're gonna they're gonna stay. They're gonna stay yeah. till they get that coat. Or if they're close to finishing up a room, nailing up a room, yeah, they're gonna hang. They're gonna stay till that room's done. Yeah. And she said, all we can do is just try to keep their dinner warm for them because <laughs> I stopped. Asking Rob, what time are you going to be home? Because it, it was, I'll be home tonight. Yeah. Because all that figuring, I was, as, as you were sitting there saying, figuring out your man hours and, you know, you always have in your head, it's going to take this long. And, you know, I've done this a hundred times. And then you make one pass with the drum and the paper is completely filled up. Yeah. And now all of my figuring is completely out the door. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that's why to me, I, 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 I'm kind of a big proponent of this, is that you got to price each job individually and don't have just a cookie cutter price per square foot because it's it just because it simplifies your bidding process or whatever. Every job's got to be treated like it's its own special job. And and when it cracks me up when a builder, especially a custom builder, says, well, what's your square foot price when you're going to work for a custom builder? Well, what's your square foot price? You know what I mean? I mean, custom builders don't, don't don't work like that. They, they'll work like that if they're doing spec homes, where every home is going to be exactly the same. It's 1,200 square feet. Here's the layout. Every single one's the same. Then, yes, but a custom builder is going to start with a base price, and then they're going to go up from there. What kind of cabinets? Okay, what kind of flooring? What kind of tile? And so to ask a floor guy, you know, what what is your what is your square foot price? It's different on every job. It has right. to be different on every job. You can lose your butt. I mean, and the other thing too is <clears throat> if we throw in where well, we don't charge the vents, the 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 you know the uh, flush mount vents, and we do we we put them in for free. We don't you know we tell people you need to move the furniture. We don't move the furniture. But okay, you got you got a uh, three chairs and a and a couch and a TV. You you you're too old to move them. Okay, we'll move those. There's liability involved in. All, I've seen the nicest person in the world blame us for something that didn't happen you know what i mean just indeed goes unpunished um then i have a funny story i'll tell you real quick we uh you know back you know sometimes you have a razzle dazzle day you know what i you know like something just a a job that fills in the week you know what i mean like you got 2400 square feet but you know what we got this call it's a small room we can also get that job in right and those were yes right yeah so we uh we it was in oakland and we went to this uh this lady's house and i mean it was a it was a dump i mean you know it's just a dump and the floors were were uh that, that old style uh rotary cut uh, uh veneer floors <clears throat> in bad shape you know what i mean and so i thought nah, i don't know about this job so i gave her a price and and she she sat down and goes oh my god i'm i could never afford anything like that i just you know I have family coming over and I haven't seen them in like 15 years. And I just don't want them to see my house in shambles like this. And she like, I like she's going to start crying and stuff. Right. 
Oh, so, she gotcha. You know, huh? that, that, yeah. She got old softy. She played you. Yeah, go ahead. Keep so, going. So uh, <laughs> I said, and honestly, you know, if you're going to do any sanding to this for at all, you have to expect the price is going to be this. And this uh, this is much cheaper than I would normally even do it for. But she goes, I, I know. I, I just, I guess I don't have any money to do the job. I'm sorry. So I'm like, oh, man. I mean, I was like, <laughs> Like old yellow just died. Right. So, I, I you know, so, you know, sir, I didn't really realize how poor I was until yeah. I saw your estimate. And now I feel even worse. So and we didn't, you know, I, so I pulled my brother aside. I go, John, I said it's Friday, man. I said, you know what? Maybe maybe we, we'll just wax and buff the floor, wax the floor, number two steel wool, what you know, wax it real good and you know, at least shine it up a little bit and everything for it, and it'll be presentable for you know, it'll it'll look better, right? But we're not gonna break right. out Sanders. And I, and I said, look, let's just charge you 40 bucks. We'll go to breakfast, whatever. It was nothing. It was, it was, we might as well said, do it for free, but that's just 40 bucks, cover the wax, whatever. So she goes, oh gosh, that'd be great. We don't now get, we get wax because we didn't do wax. We didn't wax floors. I can't remember. It was tree wax. Went down there. We got the wax. We got the number two steel wool. We came back and, and we're putting effort into it. You know what I mean? Like there's some paint, some overspray right here, little paint chips. I'm, 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 t and I'm on my hands and knees. I'm buffing that out. We move the furniture. You don't know how to do a quick job, right? No. So we're turning this into a regular job. Right. Right. Well, we we buff the and uh, Rob, I'm talking about forty freaking dollars, right? It's nothing. It's it's nothing. Uh, so um, <laughs> we buff the floor real nice, and I've still and everything, and, and we can put a nice shine on it, you know, nice nice wax shine on it, you know, whatever. But you know, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. But um, so we got done and everything. I said, well, there you go, and she goes, <laughs> are you done? She goes, yes. <laughs> You mean that's it? I go, yes. She goes, well, an old washwoman could have done that. I, I look at my brother and he starts laughing so hard. <laughs> and I said, you know what, ma'am? I said, keep the forty dollars. I, I, <laughs> I hope you're you have a good time with your with your with your family and then and, and do whatever. So that was, that was it. So that talk about man, that there's a lesson in life there. <laughs> I got, there's two lessons in life I got. One I got from a guy named John Butchelato, who was a Golden Gloves boxing champion. I was a kid. Um, I got in a fight with this kid in Germany, and and I, I, I was beating the kid up, right? I mean, I, I beat him up for all intents and purposes. I, I beat the kid up, and um, um, and I let him up because, as far as I'm concerned, dude, you're you're on the ground. Yeah, I won. It's over, right? So I get up. It was on an army base. I get up. I'm kind of you know wiping the sand off my uh, off my my pants and everything. You know, the dude. Cole cocked me in the side of my face so freaking hard. And uh, <laughs> army guy was there and he, and he picked me up, whatever, you know, it's a long story. But John told me this, something I'll never forget, is never give a sucker an even break. And um, so I, <laughs> there's a lesson there. So anyhow, that was my uh, being being uh, too kind in the, the back part. You know, it's uh, something I never knew about you that I've been learning through the podcast stories is you have fought people all over the world. Yes, international fighter. You, you're an international yeah. fighter. Yeah. yeah, forget about MMA. You've absolutely English, Irish, Been German, beat up, by, beat up by everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Highlander, beatings from around the world with Wayne <laughs> Highlander. So what what I'm getting at is, you know, you start adding up all these things that you throw in for free. 
and you you could fill up two weeks of your of your work schedule doing that and not charging for it. So um, you can't throw darts at the wall. Uh, it's not a good business practice. So I really in this in this uh, time that we're going through, it may be different next year, but right now, it, the game has absolutely changed. So I think we really have to communicate this to the homeowners and clients who we work for, and also. You know, it, it, it may be that, okay, we got to go up another buck a foot because of what the material costs. Maybe you have to go back down later on, but maybe you don't have to go all the way back down. Maybe it's an opportunity to to to, to kind of even up where you really should be, whatever, if you, if you get my meaning. Mm. All right. Another thing, and I know I've talked about this before. It was something I learned from my uncle. I think I haven't talked about it recently, but since we're talking about estimates, I'll say it again. N never... Never do something for free and not put it down on the estimate or let the people know that this was done at no charge. Because that's just money in the bank, you know, money in the bank on your estimate. You only have one shot usually. And when you start, oh, you do this for free and that for free, but you're not writing it down, you know, make it a line item, write it yeah. down and then write across no charge, you know, wh whatever it is. Even if you're burying it into the square foot cost or whatever, make sure that they see the line item and there's no charge. The other way, the other thing about doing that, now there's no haggling either. You know, now when you give them that price and they say, hey, well, you know, can can we do it for a buck less or this or that? Well, you know, look at the things that I gave you there. You know, you got three things that I didn't charge you for. And I think when people start seeing something like that too on the estimate, maybe that's going to keep them from wanting to little haggle because you've kind of already done the haggling. Like, yeah. I did this for free. I'm going to do that for no charge. I'm using the you know anti-slip in the stairs for no charge. You know those little right. things are um, going to keep you from the haggling. But I don't know if there's a lot of haggling going on with people that I'm talking to. There's no reason to haggle anymore because, nope. Nope. you know, it's not how much. It's when can you get in here and get it done? Everybody wants yep. stuff done. Everybody. Yep. The other, the other, my last thing is, um, is this not a bad idea sometimes. Make sure you put the contingencies in there. You know, if you're pulling up uh, uh, an existing floor or you're pulling up carpet or whatever, that there's if you run across water damage that, that that it says in there that hey if in the event that we run across water damage we're not responsible for blah 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 it, or it needs to be an extra price per square foot because I also don't like those conversations I don't like those kind I don't ever go back to and ask for more money I just flat out I don't think I ever did unless it's something 100% completely blindsided that any reasonable person say that's not. But but to put stuff like that in writing, you know, I, I think is also stops that conversation from well. Got to go back to the Highlander contract. That contract that man, how many of how many of those contracts have we sent out since that uh, show? Probably a couple hundred at least. At least, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember that there was a contingency on that contract. So, yep, that's that was perfect. So that's all we're saying is just be aware that the times have changed. I mean, just right now, maybe we're in this, we're in this right now, this critical moment of where prices are going up, uh, the delays in getting product into the country with the, uh, the, the shipping, uh, the, the container companies around the world are in a mess. And so um, um, 
But it's also, like you said, it's also a great opportunity to raise your prices too. Yeah. Now's the time. Yeah. Now is the time. Everything's going up. Your prices have to go up too. Yeah. No. And, and I'll, you will surprise nobody by doing this. And if anybody poor mouse about it, come on, they they know. They know that. I mean, and look move at on. Move on. There's. Look, look at the price of gas alone. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna charge more that the gas just went up. You know, uh, another buck a foot. You know, or, or buck a foot, a buck a gallon. So, <laughs> a buck, you know, a foot. Mean, buck a foot would be pretty yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Since January, gas is in in the town I live in, Castleton, New York, the pilot station. Since January, it's gone up eighty cents a gallon. Yeah, since January. Yeah. So in six months, it's gone up eighty cents a gallon. Now you start adding up how many gallons, how many uh, gallons you use a year, and um, that, I'm telling you. It's just like how floors are a little thing, you know, you, you, you rarely get beat on a job because of something major, right? I mean, you know, it's usually something small. I mean, this whole industry of doing hardwood floors is, is made up of very, very small things, small details. And it's usually the small detail that gets you on a job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, and the same thing with your business part of this job is that, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to go out of business because you're charging you know, three bucks a foot too little or two on your installations. You know what I mean? It's right. going to be that it was 25 cents a square foot more on this part of the job, 15% more on this job. You know, all these little things, all these little these little things that at the end of the year, like I said, it ends up to being a man. We had a fantastic year this year or we've worked our ass off way too hard uh, uh, to, to be where we're at. So. We speak from experience, Rob and I, and um, and uh, with peace and love. <laughs> uh, we want to see everybody do well, man, um, in this industry, whether you're a bona user or not. Uh, you're, you're and it, it, you know, sometimes tough times can be good times too, and I think it's going to be great times for floor guys. Yeah, a great time to raise their price because there is a lot of work out there, a ton of work. I mean, guys just. Everybody that I've talked to is having trouble keeping up with everything. Yeah. So, okay, that's it. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Rob. Always appreciate it, man. All and right. um, we um, look forward to, uh, actually, we got a pretty couple cool episodes coming up. I'm, I'm pretty excited about. So uh, please stay tuned for another, uh, for another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. And thank you very much. <laughs>